Oh, 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 Craig, you're so loud. That was that was, <laughs> that terrifying. was terrifying. I yeah, now recording. I was, I was not He's expecting that. Voice. I'm turning his voice down. His user volume is going to like 20. percent So that was way too loud. I just can't believe like all these podcasts being recorded and Craig has time to be on all of them. It's incredible. <laughs> How's it going? Is it Craig or Greg? Craig. Oh, oh, he sounds a lot like Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> Kind That's of like uh, nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> oh, <funny. laughs> That's awesome. His voice is uh, way better the first time. Yes, yes. Like, now joining podcast, <laughs> it's me, Craig. <laughs> this audio intro takes like an hour, but it'll be recording, so don't worry, because I'm Craig, and I got this. Craig sounds like Thanos, and Thanos sounds like Shane. Ah, that's interesting. Weird. Weird how that happens. My picture does look like a meme lord, Caleb. It does. Like if Oh yeah. If uh, Aiden was here, he yeah. would have that picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but also of you, like the same exact picture. Yeah, I look like that kid that tortured PewDiePie for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the embodiment of media right there. <laughs> exactly. That tie, Shane? Not a real tie, just a clip on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I'm a Thai expert, and you had me fooled. <laughs> do you guys know what a Thai tie? Yes. Okay, Absolutely I'm gonna start, not. I'm going to like do the intro, okay? So we can talk All right, about whenever this. you're ready. All right. <clears throat> you guys ready? I thought yeah. Caleb was going first. Oh, Caleb, you, you try it first. Yeah. Oh, okay. I try it first? Okay. Yeah, I know you're going to fail, so just What's try. the name of this podcast? Uh, toast or whatever. Toast or whatever, okay. Hey guys, and welcome back to another edition of Toast or Whatever. I am your brand new host, Caleb Workman. What's going on? You Alongside dirty liar. Me, we have <laughs> Nathan and Shane, your usual hosts. I'm taking over, though, because I'm the only one who can get anything done. Uh, hi, good morning. <laughs> he's, not, he's not wrong. Uh, we, <laughs> both, we both kind of don't do things. Yeah. Hi, good morning. Um, nice to be on. And thanks for having me, Kale. Thank you for setting up this Discord yeah. channel. Yeah. Also, um, thank you. Thank you for being a uh, constant present in, uh, in Toast or whatever. And a quick shout out to Craig. <laughs> yeah, Craig, who's also in the chat. Craig, the weird freaking panda who scares the crap out of me. Yeah. He's a red panda. We invited him to our Discord. He's like, Craig is recording. <laughs> that was actually really close. Thank you. I tried. Anyways, so today we we each brought some topics to talk about, and uh, we're just going to go through them. Shane, why don't we start with one of yours? Awesome. Uh, are we doing Nathan trying an intro? Yeah. Yeah, let's try awesome. it. Awesome. Cool. All right. Hey there, folks. Uh, welcome to a brand new episode of Toast or whatever. Yay! Claps! Yay! Yeah! Yeah! I'm your. I'm one of your hosts, uh, Nathan Workman. Alongside me, my panel of experts, my panel of the goodest boys. Uh, Shane, how you doing, friend? I- I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Glad to hear. And my other guest, Caleb. Hey. <laughs> that's it i'm new uh, <laughs> yeah you what might right rec- oh and frig craig dude i don't care about craig yeah. um yeah you might recognize my voice from the hit youtube channel tnt tables and things uh my turn gaming um a bunch of shane's things you might recognize shane's voice from his channel shane morris um oh, tables yeah. and things toast or whatever 
and Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. show, Julie and the Phantoms. Julie and the Boys. (laughs) And then the Holograms. (laughs) Yeah. And then um, with Jason Momoa. No. (laughs) (laughs) And then um, Caleb, uh, he's behind the camera on TNT. And Galcast. And Galcast. Yes, we do. Oh, I forgot about Galcast. We should do that more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad you guys decided to listen to us, hang out with us for a bit. We're all going to talk about um, whatever we want to talk about. We've all brought topics. So sit back and let your ears be pleasured. That was sensual. Thanks. <laughs> your turn, Shane. <laughs> I feel like you could just take anything I say out of context. It's an intro. All right, here yeah. we go. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's my intro. No, I'm joking. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome to the podcast where the topics are made up and nothing really matters. So uh, that's our <laughs> intro. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And it's simple. It's short. It's it's straight to the point. It's streamlined like a nice pair of fresh underwear. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is oh, your mom yeah. doing that laundry? Or oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Twice. <laughs> I week it gets the stains out. Oh yeah, it takes a lot. Some hardcore <laughs> bleach, some bleach, <laughs> some fire. A little bit of little bit of goat urine. You know. Extreme prejudice. <laughs> <laughs> Why did that get me? <laughs> Burn the underwear. Oh yeah. Shane, so I don't the- want to be critical, but that intro was pretty good. Thanks. I appreciate it. You guys did good intros too. Thanks for saving his I, feelings on that one. I just, I just want to, I want to be clear that whichever intro Nathan chooses to use, all of our intros were equally beautiful, and <laughs> wonderful. Yeah, but just I so, hope, every, just so I everybody really listening hope he knows. Picks mine. I hope he picks his own. I think, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'd be kind of weird if I was on there and everyone's like, "Who the heck is this guy?" Well, they're yeah. gonna say that about us too, so that's fine. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, we're just voices, Caleb. We're just we're just essence. We're just an essence of each other's imaginations. You know, it's true. We're just energy. We're vibes. We're forces. We're out there. Okay, yeah, hippie. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Simulation theory and such. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Caleb, I'm hoping you brought a topic to the table. What yeah. have you got for me? So the first thing I want to talk about is the movie industry and how this pandemic has affected it. You jerk. You stole one of my topics. <laughs> I work oh, in yes. the movie industry flips table. <laughs> yes. You stole my topic as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just wanted to talk about like how everything has been going and some of the news, like with universal um, pulling mm-hmm, out yeah. of AM- or being kicked out of AMC and stuff like that. Um, and how home theater is going to become a, a big thing even after this pandemic i feel now what side do you find yourself on in that conversation oh i'm totally the side that's like just bring it to my house really okay yeah. interesting mm-hmm. why why i don't know i feel like um with technology where it is and stuff that you can have the same experience at home that you can at a theater anyway and i'm more of a homebody so right. to be able to enjoy those things from home and just like you know invite a few friends and not have to cling up to a, a stranger or anything that's very appealing to me. <laughs> if you really wanted the full experience you could like pop some popcorn and take a $20 bill and throw it in the garbage <laughs> <laughs> you know get the full movie theater experience 
It's like you have some kid, some kid kick the back of your uh, your couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you pour some something sticky on your floors too. So yeah, you can, you can pee all over uh, your your floor and your toilet. And yeah, toilet and it's the theater bathroom. <laughs> random, you can just random blood stains. You can use the twenty dollars to pay for a kid to kick the back of your seat. There you go. Um, you can use your wife, significant other, or family member as a concession stand person. Oh yeah, uh, they can also and... talk through the movie the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh <laughs> ask them to text can you please text everyone you know <laughs> whenever oh, yeah. there's a funny part you can just get like a laugh track going mm. oh yeah yay laugh tracks <laughs> that's funny yeah that's that's interesting that you're on that side because i'm on the complete like polar opposite i yeah. i want the theater industry to oh, survive absolutely. and thrive because i know how important it is to like directors and actors and just from like our own selfish perspective there's some movies I just think you got to see on the big screen. Like, I remember I watched, uh, for a poorer example, for Alita Battle Angel. That movie looked stunning in, in IMAX. And then watching it at home, it just doesn't have that same magic and that same, like, gripping wow factor. So for me, like, on top of the theaters already being literally my favorite place to go, um, if Angie's like, oh, we're bored, let's go do something, I'm immediately like, let's go to the movies, let's see whatever, I don't care what we watch, I just want to go to the theater because I love it so much. Um, it is expensive, though. But, yeah, I'm on more of the side, I'm definitely on the side of I want theaters to open and thrive, and I think AMC did the right thing, uh, telling Universal to go screw themselves. <laughs> That's interesting, because I think, I think one thing is the technology you can use at home, too, because if you have state-of-the-art, and I'd I mean, it's probably pricey anyways, but I feel like you can get the same experience in terms of visuals and stuff at home, which is why I'm more on the home side because just that, like the comfort and the, like, I don't know if it's called a millennial standpoint, but like the, the, just the idea of not having to leave and go out is very appealing to me. So I think that the technology is there to have the same experience, um, whether it's sound or visual. And I think that, there is a future for just home releases because I mean, you look, look even at this is a, another awful example, but trolls did what was it like six times as much just from home release than the original did in the theaters. So it did like six dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I think, mean, that's a bonus for the directors there. <laughs> yeah, I think I think trolls did so well, just like Animal Crossing did so well in that same vein because everyone's most people are stuck at home going nuts and the parents are like, I will do anything to get my kid to shut up for an hour and a half. Yeah. And you know, they, they rented trolls or bought trolls, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, just like animal crossing. I don't think animal crossing would have done as well if people weren't stuck in place or isolated or um, quarantined, you know, it would have done well. Don't get me wrong. Either. Both of them would have made millions and millions. I just don't think it would have done as good. I'd love to see like a major release, um, just do a home release, just to see how it compares. Yeah. I miss the theaters though. Like, Me too. The human part of it. Like it's like an event. It's not just like about like the quality for me. It's like you get a bunch of friends together. You're all psyched. You maybe play that basketball game that costs you $3 per play. <laughs> uh, you waste way too much money and you get a sneak in your dollar store candy, like in all your pockets. And like, I don't know. It's just that like extroversion side of me is like, I gotta be somewhere seeing people. 
Right. Yeah. And it might be personality driven, but just like, remember when, when we all went to go see infinity war together, we were experiencing that together and we were like, what just happened? This is a yeah. superhero movie and oh, it's yeah. the biggest thing in the world. I think Whereas that's it, the only movie I've ever seen where I wanted to watch it in a theater because like Shane said, it was, it was an event. It wasn't just going to see a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's an unfair um, yeah. example for me to bring up because mm-hmm. it has been what, 18, 19 movies leading up to this event. So yeah, right. maybe, maybe but, I'm a little wrong to bring that up. I, I think about like, okay, so Sonic the Hedgehog, the Sonic movie. Mm-hmm. I went to go see that with Aiden and Johnny opening night in theaters. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I probably wouldn't have watched that movie at home just like by myself or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that it was like, a, ah, get together with your friends and go to the theater. Maybe it's just like that old cliche because we could have like went to someone's house if it was a home release, but yeah, I don't know. It was just like it was a fun experience. Like, it was good timing for that movie too. Like you think oh, about the day it came out. Like there's yeah, a bunch Valentine's of people day. that just so what? all the lonely losers. It was just single guys. Going to... <laughs> I'd love to see the demographics for the opening day of that movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It was just single guys. That was just... Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're all sitting in the stands being like sonic could have been great <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be the mario but you were the chosen one <laughs> <laughs> gotta go fast <laughs> but yeah i think that i think that there's definitely a future for home theater and i think that there's a lot of people that are like-minded to me um but i'd love to see how it unfolds in the future especially especially with universal being banned from amc because they're gonna have to figure out something out um especially for America, right? Mm-hmm. It, so. It's it's so interesting. We're in such a unique time in history where if this were to happen 15 years ago, Universal would fall to their knees, come back begging to be in the theaters. Yeah. But because we're in such yeah. a Netflix age, a prime age, things that are released and streamed right to you, even like mm-hmm. things like Game Pass, you know? Yeah. Um, those companies uh, like Universal don't ha- like can play a little bit harder. Um with their with their ip and their property right yeah Yeah. but i think there's oh go ahead shane oh it's uh it's like drive-in theaters right they kind of went the way of the you know the dodo because of (laughs) like other avenues popping up and i wonder if theaters will go the same route yeah that's interesting if it'll become more of a novelty than an actual like yeah business model yeah yeah that's that that is interesting like it becomes a very hipster thing to do to go out to theaters I could see it because I think there's a lot of people that have that mentality where like whether it's a video game or a a movie it's like oh I'll just wait for it to come on Netflix or I'll just wait for it to do this or that right there's very few movies that people get so excited for that they're like the only way to watch this is in the theater Um, Infinity War was obviously one of those Endgame was obviously one of those and then most of the Marvel ones I would think are those yeah Um, but then there's movies that are like like the gentleman, there's not a lot of people that went to the theaters, um, but there's a lot of people who waited for it to come out. Or uh, I'm sure there's Knives Out had similar um, reception as a movie like that, right? Um, With- these indie-ish directors that have these great names, everyone knows that they're going to come to streaming services, so they just hold out till then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I I just think the movie industry and the theater is so important. Um, 
uh, just be, look at all the jobs that are tied to it, like the directors right now. I, I think the theaters are going to win out and people are going to come back to the theaters because of the amount of directors who are pushing back their movies to say, no, it's going to be released on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And whether that is uh, a money thing or not, I don't really care because I do love the theater so much. Yeah, it's interesting that it might be a money thing because like I hate to keep bringing this example up, but trolls, like they said, they did monstrous numbers compared to the first theater release right right and it's interesting to see like the only way to know would to have more tests like that to have um well-known big releases released at the home instead of at the theater to find out if they'll do more money at home and make right. it a bigger industry right because yeah. i feel like like just thinking about it there's probably a lot of cost, cuts um to costs if you go straight to home if you think about um direct to consumer selling you cut out the middleman right and i feel like that's what you're doing when you go direct to home you're cutting out a middleman instead of yeah. going through the theater to the person you're just going from a streaming platform to the person which i'm sure is a lot cheaper well the funny thing about the theaters is they actually don't make really any money off the movies that they're playing they make all their money from the concessions yeah, that's so true. They make they make so little on the ticket itself that the vast majority of their money. Somebody fact check me, but I'm like fairly positive this is true. Yeah, um, the vast majority of their money comes in from concession sales. Oh, is that why my small pop costs fifteen uh, fifteen seventy five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd love to get the facts on that. Yeah, yeah I remember when my little brother worked at a theater. He told me something about that where it was like the ticket price of movies. Maybe not all movies are the same, but mm-hmm. a lot of times for like the bigger name movies, they're not really making anything off the ticket sales. The theater, the theater itself. Yeah. Yeah, because the money goes, probably 99% of the money goes to the um, the studio, right? But yeah. it's, it's also interesting because you got to think, Shane brought it up earlier and like as, as a joke kind of, but you got to think how many people nick it, nickel and dime at the theaters, like they'll bring in their own snacks. They'll, uh, they'll sneak uh, things 100% in. A hundred percent of people. Yeah. A hundred percent. So there's, yeah. there's no way that a theater can sustain um, just off concession sales when they're barely making any, right? It's so it, it's like, it's interesting to think about. There's got to be a yeah. way that they make money, like either from the movie or time spent watching screens i don't know what it is but it's yeah. uh, ads before the movies that's probably, yeah. probably make money off that that's true yeah yeah and what do what do you guys think as far as this is interesting because i've heard it on a few podcasts and people talk about it the if movies switch to direct to consumer like right to your home right to your tv do you think you're going to see that dip in quality kind of like um like a, a netflix original movie there's a big quality difference between a netflix original and a theatrical release with the exception of that new chris hemsworth movie i actually thought that was really well made Um, i think i yeah i don't think so i think that that would encourage um people like samsung or lg to create these theater or these home theaters these tvs that can handle imax um i mean we're already getting into 8k technology um becoming almost a standard so i think that you could have um these huge setups at a reasonable price and people will go for that and pay that fee once instead of having to pay $20 a ticket to go see a movie for the rest of their life. 
Yeah. Even from a production side, right? If the production's getting the same amount of money from home sales, so they're getting the same budgets, uh, the cast and the crews aren't going to change. Like they're yeah. still going to do production the same way, regardless mm-hmm. of what platform it goes out on. Um, aside from like um, the difference in like optimizing for a home television versus a theater, but your production quality will stay the same. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry. The, the, the way, oh yeah. No, I'm sorry. The way he said the production quality will stay the same. I thought he was going to continue. Uh, nope. <laughs> I, no, I didn't. I didn't. That was just. I, I can't read the room because I can't see your beautiful face oh, right now. Gotcha. It, gotcha. It's it's interesting to think too because like how big will the next Trolls movie be? Yeah. yeah. You know, because they made so much money off of it, so they're going to have so much to work just on their. I, I'm sure they have a Trolls budget, but. Um, I wonder what the difference in the next movie will be, whether we'll see more guest appearances, which they had a bunch in this last one. So it's interesting to see how they'll change or if they'll just pocket the money, put it to a new project and then hope that the next one does the same. Yeah. Well, regardless, regardless, I hope I get to go to the theaters again. I know that's going to be one (laughs) of the first things that I do. Yeah. I'm going to have a movie date. Yeah. A large diet Coke, uh, popcorn. That's a little bit stale, but still tastes like nostalgia. Super oil, butter, yeah, and <laughs> go go recline in a dirty infested seat and uh, oh, yeah. just have a, a really good time, you know? Time. <laughs> yeah. Well, if we're moving on, uh, I'd like to bring up my first topic, which is the film industry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking because, but like, it's actually a different side of things. And I just, this is just like a really brief point I wanted to talk about for like, yeah. Caleb had a much more in-depth analysis of where he wanted to go. But for me, it was the production side of things. Um, and I'm going a little bit crazy because I miss being on set, um, doing like any role there, uh, yeah. whether it was like background or PA work or whatever. It's so much fun and I love it. And it led me to the decision after watching too much Netflix uh, <laughs> that I want to create my own sitcom uh, because I think I can do it. Yeah, and I've got, I don't want to talk a whole lot about it because I got a lot of stuff I got to run by you guys right. um, for like the details and how it all gets flushed out. But yeah, I want to make a sitcom. So are you That's boys awesome. in? Obviously. Perfect. Shane, you know, I'm in like Flint. I just have one question. What? Is there like, are you wanting a live audio <laughs> or like a modern family vibe where it's just funny? and actually good <laughs> uh, it's it's gonna be funny and actually good yeah it's yeah cool. we're not making the big bang theory here we're not making hot garbage gazinga God. yeah where the jokes are like hey i'm smart laugh track you literally you just walk in the door and, like this is not sorry guys this is the setup to a joke not a joke penny 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 laugh track do it in every episode laugh track that's like the setup to a joke that's not the joke and they like overuse the laugh track so much in that show it drives me crazy i'm yeah. like i'm like you you like like there could just be awkward silence that isn't <laughs> funny and they'll like put a laugh track in because people are being told when to laugh and i'm like it's just that's not a funny that it's just not a joke <laughs> and there's there's always that um, one laugh that's kind of like is it called the Wilhelm scream or the Weinhelm scream? You guys know the, the Wilhelm, yeah, Wilhelm. From like it's in like Star Wars and stuff. Yeah, like every, every movie. Guys. Yeah, but there's always that one guy that laughs like, 
<laughs> There's a name for it. I pick That's it up every time and it drives me nuts. Makes me want to shoot myself in the face. I think yeah. there is a name for that laugh. I forget what it's called, though. This just what? in. Sitcoms with laugh tracks cause suicide. <laughs> shooting yourself in the face. Yeah. There's, there was only one, like, tropey sitcom laugh track thing that I actually think is funny. is was whenever Kramer would bust into a room in Seinfeld. And his <laughs> okay. head would be bobbing and his hair is crazy. It actually, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, love, I don't think uh, it would fly by today's standards. No, like, no, for sure not. Back then it did. And that was because they were going from the transition from like television was more based off of stage and filmed in front of live audiences. And actually they brought in laugh tracks because the live audience laughter sometimes was too loud or not loud enough or just lasted too long or not long enough. So <laughs> they actually replaced the actual laughter because they were filmed in front of a live audience with the canned laughter, which made sense. But then when they got rid of the live audience, they were just adding the laughter in because it was so ingrained in the genre. And mm-hmm. uh, Beca- it became and a trope became of stupid. the media. Yeah. yeah. And, but like, and it became an unironic play on itself. And it was just like, it killed it. Like it just became annoying, I guess. That's why I, ha- I have so much respect for TV shows like The Office and Modern Family and the ones that, that they, they went away from that trope and they're like, no, we're going to be our own thing. We're going to actually make jokes. We're actually going to be funny yeah. and not rely on a, a laugh track or something that yeah. needs to tell you, oh, this is a part where you laugh. Yeah. And the funny thing is, is a laugh track actually works. Like when you put a laugh track in, people will, are more likely to laugh simply because they hear other people laughing. Right, yeah. So it's like they perceive it as funnier than it is. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. In my opinion, it's a bad thing because it leads to less artistic stuff. I agree. I agree. But, I, I don't think you should be told when to laugh because yeah. I my heartiest and true felt laughs are when there is no laugh track and I genuinely laugh at something. Um, yeah. Because another thing I think a lot of people won't laugh as hard or as long when they're watching a show without a laugh track because they want to hear the next thing, right? They want to pay attention to what's being said. Um, So I I, I think that laugh track does take away from a lot, even though it might make you giggle or laugh. It's not as genuine as without one. I agree. So that's my topic about missing production work. I (laughs) I miss you. Oh, I miss you too. That's a great name for this episode. Just I miss you. Oh, like little, little teary eyed. Yeah. Going for an Emmy here. An Emmy? <laughs> an Emmy? Yeah. Well, it's nice. television, right? Not movies. So, oh. Emmy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to talk about um, just what I feel like this week I've been super super down and super um like it's easy to get sad or depressed um and i was just wondering what you guys do to bounce when you feel like that especially in this weird time what are you guys doing to keep yourself motivated or happy or bounce back or stay healthy Mm. um you know because right now unfortunately my knee popped out again so exercise has been super difficult um, yeah, but I'm doing what I can. And usually that's my go to when I'm upset or sad. It's like, oh, let's get some exercise in. I'll, I'll get the blood flowing and I'll feel great afterwards. And nine times out of 10, I usually do. Um, 
but like you know those times where you just can't scratch the itch like ah this movie's not doing it this tv show's not doing this video game's not doing it i can't talk to people i can't see people face to face um like what are you guys doing to stay sane in in a way so my biggest thing like to like uh similar to you was like going to the gym uh and spending time around people whether it be at a movie theater or just at somebody's house and hanging out so now mostly I've just been dealing with things by crying in a corner. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it, you know. No, no. Insert last track. Been working a lot, which makes things worse. <laughs> but, <laughs> but whenever I can, I've been trying to make YouTube videos and at least get some sort of creative outlet. Right. Um, we need gyms back open because I'm losing my mind. And we also need it to be not illegal to, uh, you know, spend time with your friends. Uh, so that would be nice. Um, I'm getting so upset. Yeah, like at Costco, Angie's bumping shoulders with 150, 200 people, yeah. and you can't have more than five people over. But you yeah. also have to be six feet apart. Like, like I understand we want to make people healthy yeah. and keep people safe, but then why is Costco operating like that? Yeah, or even like the thing that I look at is it's like yeah, I get they're trying to prevent like cross contamination and everything, and we got to do the things that we can to keep people safe. Absolutely, but like I'm at work working with the public, and it's like all so many people don't like respect your personal space and then you can't spend time with your friends i get it it's so that it doesn't go from there to you but it's like you could just come into my work and then we've already interacted and then it's like but now i can't see you at your house sitting across a table from you you know Mm -hmm. yeah it for me like honestly this pandemic hasn't really felt like anything different i've been working the whole way through and yeah i know (laughs) and even the uh like at work not much has changed we because you know we have sites and some of our crews have downsized but other than that nothing has really happened other than people kind of staying away which they did beforehand because most people are gross in my trade um (laughs) so it, it it at work, I haven't really noticed it. At home, I definitely have. But I think the thing for me is whenever I start to, I don't really feel sad or anything because I'm naturally an introvert. But I think the thing that's been helping me stay sane, even if it's like long periods of introvertness, it's like I'll try and learn something new, whether it's like mm. um, a card trick or a new board game to play solo or like just like keeping busy and keeping it different every day, not just falling into the same cycle of video games or TV shows. I try to do different things and try to like um, just do something different or do something that actually works my brain a little. I actually downloaded this app for my phone. It's called uh, Peak, I think it was. But it's just 30 minutes a day. I'll sit down and play it. And all it does is um, give you like brain testing things. And it analyzes how your brain works and what you're good at. And then it helps you develop in the places that you're weak, like language or um, math and stuff like that. So that's been helping me a lot, just keeping busy doing things different every day. Yeah. Yeah. Nathan Nathan and I actually downloaded that app once. And like, it was like, uh, things you're good at, nothing, delete the app. And then it, was, uh, <laughs> it was really disheartening. So that's why we uh, we deleted the app and we decided to spend time with people instead. Yeah, yeah. Right now I've been trying to focus on not mumbling because, um, oh, my little sister-in-law got married yesterday. Yay. Yay. So we went for a road trip to Guelph, which was nice, just me and Ange. Um, but on the way there, I was trying to have a conversation with her and like five times she said what are you saying 
You, she's like, you literally sound like moments and moments and moments. So, Caleb, does Peek have like uh, mumble techniques on how not to mumble when you don't um, know you're mumbling? Because I'm not I, even aware when I mumble. See, I haven't come across a game like that. It might have something that recognizes voice and does that, but all the things are like basically like how many words you know, um, how fast can you memorize this thing, or um, how can you connect these words that don't connect kind of stuff. Um, it's a lot of problem solving, which is fun. Um, but it, I mean, it's supposed to help develop your brain in general, so it could help with speech. I'm not sure. See, I've never noticed you mumble though, Nathan. Like when I think of people who mumble, you're not somebody that comes to mind. Maybe Angie's hearing just isn't good. <laughs> That's maybe. a possibility. Nathan definitely mumbles. I can attest. That. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. never. Maybe he only mumbles to people he doesn't love, like his brother and his <laughs> wife. Well, I think what it is, Shane, is you give off such a vibrant energy that when you're around me, I feel like I'm alive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you're with and me we... and your wife, you're dead. Well, he's just like, <laughs> no, oh, no, I'm with no, you know, you know, I'm joking. It's just <laughs> energy, energy. Shane brings an energy to him where it's like, yeah. you just take the right amount of cocaine and you're like ready to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> right amount. <laughs> We do not endorse that message. Don't watch this and be like, the guy said to do a little bit of cocaine. Yeah. They said yeah. there's a right amount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, find it. <laughs> All right, Shane, you're the you're you're like um um pre-workout. How about that? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah. Whereas Angie's my protein. Oh <laughs> what's yeah, Caleb? Yeah. Uh the membership I have to pay for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Kill by agree with you. Variety is definitely the spice of life. Um, I think just this week, particularly there's a lot of, besides not being able to see people, there is a lot of, uh, uh, I guess I'll just say deep cuts that happened this week that got me super down and um, mm. upset. So it's just, um, yeah, I was just if, curious to see what you guys are doing. If you and, want, I can give you some uh, solo board games. It's just like something to do. They're usually quick and you can just take your mind off whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're coming for a barbecue today for my yeah. anniversary. Right. So sure. Yeah. If, if um, anybody cuts you, deep cuts you, you let me know and I'll punch them. I will not. <laughs> and not from six feet away. I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. cover my hand in Corona and I'll punch them <laughs> right in their face. Uh, thanks, Shane. No, the... Nobody cuts my Nathan. You're, you're the sweetest. Yeah, no um, I will brutally murder someone for you. Gosh, in cocaine, murder, blood. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the things we endorse. Oh, yeah. 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 They, thanks, guys. Um, you, usually I'm pretty good. It's just this week has been. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I think everyone has like a level of how much they can take, um, no matter what it is. And I think this pandemic's encroaching on the point where everyone's kind of getting fed up with it. And, uh, how much it's holding back from you know normal life so to say yeah right and it's, even, it, even to go for like a walk it's kind of tough sometimes right because it's like who's out there you have to think about how you're going to keep your distance um like you never know what is or how the disease is going to spread right so it even trying to be safe while doing simple non-minded tasks is it's it takes that level of stress on your brain and it, it can affect those things too, right? So yeah. yeah, and and that's why I was so adamant on even you know just doing this podcast because when when I feel creatively fulfilled, it just feels like 
it's it's better than a band-aid over a cut it feels like a wound is starting to heal so just yeah. like stitches yeah yeah when you're being creative and you have that output especially when you are a creative person and you need yeah. that you need that in your life um yeah. it, it just feels really good you know so yeah, thanks, thanks for podcasting today fellas speaking yeah. of that like the whole creative thing and it making you feel better um i was out in my driveway with like the craziest get up on for one of the characters that i was playing <laughs> and my neighbors were out there and i was just like oh boy i'm gonna feel like an idiot but then like <laughs> the creative part of it i'm like no i'm doing it i don't care and, like, i'm out there doing some weird voice in like who knows what with who knows what on my head and uh I'm like i'm like i feel so much better i don't care they're like that guy's crazy and i'm like yes yes i yeah am. yes i am very crazy yeah yep that's cool also, uh, are we going to second topics because i got another one sure yeah absolutely so okay time. so there's no structure I, here caleb true craig, craig hasn't gave us the warning yet of yeah. <laughs> does craig give us a warning um i don't know if it's a real person or if it's an ai so we'll oh, see yeah <laughs> anyways you're pushing the limits of offense yeah. <laughs> so i wanted to talk about um it kind of goes along with the line of the movie creativity uh, yeah <laughs> um i wanted to talk about indie gaming um oh, and, I'm excited and kind of the rise the fall the rise the fall that we go through and i had an idea i wanted to talk about what do you think is coming after covid because hear me out a lot of nerds a lot of people who have no friends and a lot of people with very creative minds are being stuck inside prisons right now so there has to be a huge flux of indie games coming out very soon. So I was wondering um, if you look at how indie games have come out, the big thing has been a lot of Metroidvania games. Right. Platform a new thing that I've noticed is starting to come out is a lot of like classic um, action games. Um, you have things like Windjammers, Windjammers 2 just came out. You have things like Streets of Rage 4 that just came out. So what do you think the next wave of indie games is going to be like? Because I have a very, very strong feeling it's going to be a lot of beat-em-ups. A lot of beat-em-ups? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I can only talk from like what I would I would want as as far as indie games go. But yeah. um, as like what do I think actually is going to be coming out? Well, oh, talk geez. about both. What do you want and what do you think? Um, I'm not the biggest indie guy. Um, I, I enjoy a good, a good, a good indie once in a while, but, um, I, I don't know what I want because I like, I like platforms, but if I'm going to play a platformer, I'll just play Mario. Um, so I don't know. I don't like the, the text adventure games. Um, I've had an idea for an indie game, by the way, it was, it was a great, great idea. I'll just talk about that because I don't know. I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream that there's this huge tower in the middle of this big arena and on 16 points of the map there's uh these cars and you all drive i guess it's kind of battle royale-ish you all drive towards this tower and this tower is like a huge maze mansion thing on the inside okay and in my dream it was called hide and go smeef i don't know why it's called <laughs> when i woke up i renamed it hide and go beep um because it, it's like a big game of hide and seek of like a zombie infection with cars and you're driving around this mansion oh. trying to hide from people that's um, interesting 
Yeah, so hide I and like go. The original name better, hide and go. Hide and go, Smeef, because <laughs> yeah. it makes no sense. Because I literally woke up from my dream. I was like, hide and go, Smeef. Wow, what an idea. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know kill more pinball machines maybe uh, <laughs> scott pilgrim bring uh, back bring... pokemon pinball yeah <laughs> um, yeah i don't i don't know what do you think shane oh I, like i don't know because when i think about like there's like so many things that i i don't know if i want to see or not like part <laughs> of me is like i kind of want like an like mmo of some kind that's yeah. like I don't know if I want like old school MMO or like a new MMO or like a traditional RPG or something very story driven, horror based, kind of like FNAF. Yeah. Or do I want like a platformer or like do I want to see indie games become like similar to AAA where it's like like uh, indie Dark Souls or something, right? Action. Ashen. Ashen. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say Ashen. I love that Ashen. game. It's great. Oh, like I guess that. I do like indie games. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. I think if you gave it some a chance that um, you'd find that there's more to it, even like not necessarily text based, but more adventure style games. Yeah. I think you'd find interest yeah. in them. Like uh, one game that blew me away that I love so much and I have a hard time when people talk badly about it is uh, it's called A Night in the Woods. OK, huh. it's it's you're like this cat creature, you're anthropomorphic and you come back home after trying college but you quit um <laughs> and it's like it the, the whole story is basically you're trying to fit back into a life that you kind of left and okay. um a big thing happens like there's a big twist in it but um you're trying to find your place back in society and it's super coming of age and uh there's a lot of like fun mini games like you get to kind of rock band it and play bass in a band and do a few other things that are pretty interesting but the yeah. story itself is like top notch that sounds um, cool. But anyways, the so I think that beat em ups are going to have a big, big resurgence. But the thing that I really want to see is I want to see more indie studios do remakes of older games. Oh. Um, so one big one that's coming out soon that had a huge impact on my life. And it's not an indie developer that's doing it. It's the original. But I think they're kind of indie now because they fell through. But Chrome Studios is remaking the original Tie the Tasmanian Tiger. And uh, oh, yeah. really? they're they're releasing it on Xbox. Well, I'm sure it'll be on um, the next Xbox. But um, which PS4, which one was Xbox that? One. Was he's that like, like he has that boomerang, and you can yeah. get different boomerangs, and you're he's yeah. Australian. It was on PS2. Oh yeah 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 yeah. So game. so they're remaking it, and they're putting it on Switch and stuff. Oh, but that's that's perfect. That's I think it'd be cool game. to to get like those these studios involved, like whether it's them being hired out. Or um, them doing it on their own because I think there's a lot of good games. Nathan, you and I reviewed uh, Bugs and Taz yeah. on Galcast, and that's a game that would be so sick if they remade that. Like it, if they added some content, remade it, gave it a new skin, made it look mm-hmm. nice. I would yeah. replay that right away. I would for sure. Give you, I'd give you sixty bucks for that game. Yeah. Now that <laughs> I've had time to think of it, can I give my actual answer? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I love. Okay. Sorry. I hate horror movies. I don't like being that feeling of scaredness in a horror movie. Yeah. yeah. That being said, I love horror games. Like for some reason, I just love them. Even if they're just walking simulators, like there's this game called layers of fear yeah. where you just keep walking and you're, you're figuring out this mystery. So I think if more um, like not necessarily horror based, but like thriller based indies came out that had a little bit more of an element 
than walking. Um, yeah. Uh, like one of my favorite games, I think it was of 2018, was Little Nightmares. Oh, yeah. Oh, that game was so much fun. That game yeah. Was great. Whether it was 2017 or 2018, I forget. But uh, like 2017, game, I think. 2017? Okay. Think. Like those games. Yeah. If, yeah. It, those games that have a scary element to them. Um, and just like, I don't know, there's something about them that. Um, I really enjoy like even like the Blair Witch game. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I played it with Brett. There's yeah. this game coming out for Xbox uh, Studios. I think it's called Seven Minutes or Ten Minutes. Okay. Where it's like Groundhog Day. You keep reliving this moment where this guy breaks in and, try, and is, tries to kill you. But every time you wake up, you, you unravel more of the mystery, right? Yeah. Um, it was in, uh, in April of 2017. Sorry. 2017. Okay. Yeah. I was right. Um, so just interesting games like that. And I love things that have a deep story behind them or world building like uh, Outer Wilds. I yeah. really, really dug. Um, and it, it made me feel any game that can move me and make me feel like, um, you, you know, make you feel like Interstellar made you feel, make you feel yeah. like these epic moments in these movies made you feel. I just have um, an idea. I appreciate it. And I really what? like those. I just had a great idea. What's that? We should pitch an idea or we should encourage video game developers to look at some board games that have been made oh. and then create video games based off those. Like how cool would an Eldritch Horror Eldritch video Horror, game be? Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. We still got to yeah. beat that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That we, what was it? Shug Goroth that we can beat? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Like that. The, the, the main guy we lost to. Oh, yeah, yeah. The big guy, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Was, yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, we yeah, did we do the, the DLC ones though? No, mm. no, we didn't do all of them. DLC. <laughs> the, yeah, the expansion ones. Downloadable content. <laughs> yeah. That's but it's so cool when you see indie games that like you don't know if they're gonna be big and then they explode. Like, look at Cuphead. Yeah. Yeah. Like it exploded past like it probably had more recognition than like like a main PlayStation 3 AAA game or something. Definitely well, it's crazy. Or, or whatever, PS5, Crackdown PS3. 3. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Cuphead and Mugman are literally icons of... Yeah. Associated yeah. with Xbox now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. And like games like Hollow Knight and uh, Stardew Valley that came out and just took the world by storm. God, I feel yeah. so stupid now saying, I don't know about indies. I play so many of them. I just didn't <laughs> yeah. think... I don't think of those as indies, yeah. right? Because... Yeah. Did, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> did either of you play the, uh, PT? Nathan, when you mentioned you like horror games, did you play PT when it was out? PT crossed the line of, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I watched, I watched Game Grumps play it, and I, yeah. like, I was like cuddled in a blanket screaming. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my, my little brother was the worst human ever because he told me, download and play PT. He didn't tell me what it was. He refused to, and he's like, don't look it up. And he's like, it's a challenge game for you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and when I start something, I have to finish it. I can't, like, not. So uh, I downloaded that. He didn't tell me it was a the scariest thing ever to have ever existed. Uh, it was terrifying. It's ter- yeah, like, yeah. I, got, I think I got to the point where, like, there's a baby talking. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's in a sink. I was like, nope, nope, can't do it, nope. <laughs> That's it. Like, like, covering your eyes and just, like, peeking through the cracks while playing the game. It's like a yeah. real thing that happened. And it's like, oh, uh, just, yeah. 
Yeah, babies are usually the line for horror for me. I can deal oh, with yeah. anything, but Any once you baby. throw, yeah, if you throw a talking baby in there, I'm done. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like a real life baby, just a yeah. baby in general. That's yeah. terrifying. You can throw a com- a baby in a comedy, and I'm out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, ah, <laughs> what is two, this small human? Two indies that I appreciated were Outlast and Outlast Two, and it's funny because. Maybe we can talk. Uh, no, this isn't a topic. There's certain lines that are crossed that I'm like, nope, can't do it. Um, Outlast 2, I played with Aiden. Didn't find scary one bit. It's just like a survival game to me at that point. Yeah. But the first Outlast, because it's in an asylum, which there's nothing freakier to me than an asylum. True. I was like, Ooh. I can't do this. I can't watch it. I can't finish it. I can't play it. It just crosses a line where I know like, this is going to keep me awake at night, so I shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah. Have either of you actually been in like an abandoned asylum? No. Nope. Yeah, it's crazy. It's fun. It's wild <laughs> times. True just story. A, I was a Saturday yeah, night for yeah. Shane. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Uh, He's just going yeah. in the asylum. He's like S A T U R T A Y. Yeah. It was. I can't say too much about it because it's related to to film. But we were in one, and we got to explore it. That's awesome. It was. It was both terrifying and super cool. Yeah, I know There's if I like had underground tunnels and stuff. That's wild. I know if I had a big, strong man like Shane to protect me, then I'd be oh, all yeah. right. I would punch a ghost for you. I'd cover punch my hand Shane. in Corona and punch a ghost right <laughs> in its stupid face. On a totally unrelated note, check out Shane's new show, Ghost Hunters. <laughs> ghost Hunters. Yeah, that, that's going to be a thing now. I just like I don't believe in ghosts, even when they appear like right in front of me and I punch them. I'm like, you're not real. Punch. Yeah. <laughs> just like delivering the, haymakers. It's, it's the antithesis of common like YouTube ghost hunter shows. There's nothing happening, but they're pretending that they're all scared. They're like, oh, this is haunted. Ooh, did you hear that noise? For me, it's like a real ghost appears and I punch it. I'm like, you're not real. Yeah. <laughs> Dane, I'm, I'm that YouTuber when I have to go in my laundry room at nighttime and the oh, lights yeah. are off. Like, what was that sound? Yeah. Who's that? Yeah. I, I'm the person that's like, like, if you're gonna kill, if there's a murderer down there, at least kill me quick. I don't want to waste all this time. Stab me already, okay? Yeah, just get it over with. Oh my goodness, you're taking forever. Here, I'll do it myself. God. Yeah. Like, funny. do you remember way back when we were at Irina's house, and uh, people thought they heard a noise outside? And it was like some of our friends pranking us. Oh and yeah! We got it. Everybody was terrified and locking the doors. I'm like, I'm gonna go outside and check this out. And I found out that it was a couple of our friends. I found them hiding in a bush. <laughs> so funny. Uh, and remember. then I believe it was Caleb that I pulled in next because I knew you'd be in on it. <laughs> and uh, we just started like messing with people so much. Yeah. And they were freaking out. Yeah. Like, and some of our friends that you would expect to be like, oh, I got this. Don't worry. We're like. Yeah, we're just gonna keep the doors locked and stay down here. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. that's funny. Like I'm not I'm I'm a scaredy cat when it comes to like horror and stuff like that. Yeah. But if I know like there's some serious threat, uh, yeah, that doesn't bother me, right? Like yeah. a few weeks or a month ago, maybe there's this huge bang at the middle of the night, and I'm naked. Nathan is naked like 90% of the time. I am. I hate clothes. Clothes suck. Um, and I jump right out of bed and I and I I audibly say, I'm gonna frick you up. <laughs> but it was just Chi Chi, she knocked over a chair. <laughs> yeah. That was one of your animals. Yeah. Chi Chi's so like, she's like, please don't kill me. 
but yeah, yeah that's I, how we get scared of things that like are just uncontrollable stupid. but stupid. once you, once you have an actual say in what happens it's like i'm gonna mess you up bro <laughs> yeah. it's like i love it too it's like i'm gonna i'm gonna destroy you it's probably a ghost or a murderer in my house <laughs> the last thing you think of is your animal your cat that lives there that knocks things over all the time <laughs> it's like your brain so just true. jumps to murderer or ghost <laughs> cat is that cat that lives there that you know is at like the like the farthest away from your actual thoughts you're like yeah no i'm not even going to consider that mischievous cat nope it's a murderer Mm -hmm. so yeah (laughs) indie games great (laughs) (laughs) Uh, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about shane well i was going to talk about the gym and just how i was sad that it was closed but we pretty much covered that so yeah I'm sorry. All right, my my push-ups. Yeah. I do some body weight squats. Yeah. Trying to stay in shape. Nice. Um, but because my knee popped out, I think I gained like ten pounds in one week. Oh, man. Um, I've been writing a lot. Writing. Running. Oh, running. I wish I was writing more. Yeah, you should write more. I know. Oh yeah. Maybe yeah. that Love next notes, week we'll talk about notes, what I've written. Rest. You know all kinds of <laughs> with, yeah. it's gonna do everything but that. Uh, oh yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. yeah, I write a story about COVID create the greatest there. novel. Yeah. Yeah. Um jokes on you, Harry Potter's already a book. <laughs> dang it. I wasn't yeah. talking about the greatest novel, I was talking about the cocaine and punching. <laughs> he <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just a trip the whole time just this kid did a little too much cocaine he didn't do the right amount <laughs> yeah he didn't do the yeah. right amount so now he thinks he's a wizard harry potter needs uh shane in his life oh yeah <laughs> i'd cover my fist in corona and punch him in it i just i just need a, a shirt now like just a black shirt with kind of like you know how they take um uh criminal pictures with like the height chart behind them oh yeah yeah Shane just pointing up to himself and then on the shirt it'll say just the right amount of cocaine. <laughs> and then only all, only us three will know what it means. Yeah. That's and then I'll get arrested. Man, now I need to start an edgy band so I can make that shirt. Oh yeah. yeah it says like mothership on the back the, and then just well, the right amount of cocaine. We can make it for the podcast. If this podcast ever gets enough viewers to buy merch, that'll be a thing that we sell. Yeah, that'll be a that says shirt. just the right amount of cocaine. Well, I know we could make it and then at least sell one oh, to yeah. Johnny Martins. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he would wear it around. Yeah. <laughs> to church. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Uh, um, well, yeah, yeah, fellas. I'm excited for when we can all hang out uh, here again. Yeah. Because I'm making a little uh, – I have a project started downstairs. I'm making a little studio, and we're going to be nice. able to film and podcast and uh, take our shirts off and wrestle with each other down here. You know? So a normal Friday. A normal Friday. Yeah. And uh, uh, sorry, update Shane. Uh, Angie made me shave the awesome crowbars off my face. What? Yeah. Yeah. She <sighs> said – I wouldn't say awesome. <laughs> Well, I would. I would say amazingly awesome, superb, best thing ever. You looked like Hulk Hogan if he didn't exactly. look like he was made of leather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm picking up right where Hogan left off. That's what I'm Oh, yeah. Yeah. Except hopefully I keep my head hair as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thank you so All much right. for listening to the inaugural uh, inaugural episode of Toast or whatever. Yeah, whatever uh, this is. Whatever this is. Who cares? It's a podcast. <laughs> Listen to it. Grab your mom. Grab your friend. Um, Maybe don't grab your mom. We talk yeah. about cocaine a bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she likes memes. <laughs> Yeah, look, if your mom's cool, uh, tell yeah. her about this. Um, yeah, but, if your mom's uh, hot, tell her about us. <laughs> <laughs> tell her about Shane. Tell her oh, about yeah. Shane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Shane, Shane, I'm sure Shane and Craig are down for it, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Craig just staring at us. <laughs> yeah, but thanks so much for listening, everybody. Uh, stay safe, stay clean. Um, pray for this pandemic to be over ASAP, so that me and Shane and Caleb can uh, reunite and feel so good. And bring you along for the ride. Yeah. Bazinga, Bob. What would you say? What? <laughs> Did you say Bazinga? Bazinga, Bob. Bazinga, Bob. Add the laugh track as, yeah. Shane, <laughs> as Shane walks away slowly. All right. We're, we're going to need a cool outro here. So, yeah, um, um, you know, for, for next time, whatever. <laughs> next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Go go now! <laughs> um, so I'll end it there on editing. Let me just uninvite. Get out of here, Craig! You loser. Colon, Craig. Friggin' idiot. Colon. Look at his comma. stupid dumb bear face. Lee. Hey, I'm Craig. Stupid.